In the words of Vicki Harrison, grief is like the ocean. It comes in waves, ebbing and flowing. Sometimes the water is calm and sometimes it's overwhelming. All we can do is learn to swim. Hey everyone, I'm happy to be back with you on this podcast and back in your hearts, your homes, and your offices. So I launched this podcast January 1st of this year, and we've been dishing out episode after episode since we launched. But sometimes, no matter how hard you plan, life and the unexpected happens. Many of you have probably wondered why I fell off the face of the planet. I took a break because I needed some time. I don't take my loyal listeners for granted. So I wanted to make sure that I share what's been going on with me and why I needed a podcast break. I have to tell you guys that this is by far the hardest podcast I've ever recorded. On July 29th, I received the worst news. My mom, who has been my pillar, my confidant, my prayer warrior, my truth teller, my motivation, and my everything passed after a brief illness. And I can honestly say that that was the worst day of my life. The truth is that I've been struggling and have felt like an empty shell ever since. And I've truly relied on God's favor, God's grace, and strength to get me through. So I took a break from podcasting and social media, but I couldn't resume episodes without dedicating this first episode to my mom. Um, We held a memorial in Chicago, and I just spent the last month in Nigeria where we laid her to rest. This episode is to honor and celebrate her life and her legacy. Thank you so much for listening. Before I go further into this episode, I want to say a big thank you to my friends, my colleagues, my Creative Corner tribe, and my team for the love and support you showed me and continue to show me during a very difficult time. It's meant the world to me, and your support and your love has been amazing. So I'm so grateful for every single person that's been there for me. The truth is, I can't believe I'm using the word was when I talk about my mom. Um, She's been my rock and the rock of our family all my life. And now my family and I face with a new and rather uncomfortable reality because she's no longer here. Most of you may know this, but my mom is the reason I'm here as a planner, a designer, a creator, and an educator, even an author. From childhood, she's allowed me to explore my creative side. She taught me how to cook, how to bake, how to sew as a kid. And as early as eight years old, I fell in love with the world of event design. I would help her on events. Um, She did for family members. Um, Sometimes I would be the one holding the box of pins as she designed with fabric. I sat with her tailors and learned how to sew at a very, very young age. She taught us how to bake. She used to make wedding cakes for friends and family members as well. If you're Nigerian or African, then you know that most African parents will insist that you become a doctor, an engineer, or a lawyer, 
but not my parents. And this came, might come as a shock to a lot of people, but both my parents hold one of the highest rankings in education in Nigeria. Um, so for a lot of people, you know, pursuing the route of being a creative uh, might come as a shock for from a Nigerian parent. She was a great and highly accomplished woman. And just to give you an idea of the kind of woman she was, I'm going to share a little bit of her biography. My mother, Professor Abigail Oluimogi, was a qualified RN and state certified midwife. She attended Michigan State University for her undergraduate degree with honors in urban health sciences and master's degree in health education. She also got her doctorate degree at the University of Ibadan in Nigeria and later obtained her PhD degree in health education with an emphasis on death and dying education. In 1982, she joined the University of Benin as an assistant lecturer, and in 2001, she became a professor in health education. She has published over 60 articles in several national and international journals and book. Her last book, Issues in Death and Dying Education, was published and distributed for free when she celebrated her 70th birthday in retirement two years ago. Her research and publications covered death and dying education, women education, health education, environmental health, drug abuse, traditional birth practice, aging and widowhood, women and reproductive health, primary health care, safety education, family planning, maternal health, child education, amongst others. On July 29th, she was made a fellow of the Nigerian Academics of Education and sadly, the day she died, an award her children were proudly received for her. She was a businesswoman, a fearless leader, an entrepreneur, an esteemed professor, educator, author, mentor, speaker, a community developer, mother to many, and a true trailblazer. She was a lover of God and was actively involved in several church and community services and visited Israel twice on pilgrimage. My mom's love for her children and everybody around her is just amazing. Her pride and support for my entrepreneurship journey was just beyond. She celebrated every achievement, every growth, every accomplishment. She saved every book, every magazine feature, every press clipping, every pen, Anything with cash events on it, she saved. She beamed with pride when we talked about how I was doing. Last year, when she visited in Chicago, she was so full of joy when she visited our new office. I remember she went on her knees and prayed with all of her heart. She met the team and with so much excitement, went with us to the flower market and helped us with a style shoot we did for Thanksgiving right here in the studio. These are memories I will forever hold close to my heart as it was her last visit to Chicago. One of my greatest joys was that she got to experience me speak at home. I've always wanted to speak where in where I came from. I grew, you know, I was, grew up in Nigeria. I was born in the United States, but I grew up in Nigeria. And 
Last year, Funke Bokno, who's an amazing planner and designer and producer based in Nigeria, hosted a big workshop, and I was one of the speakers. And it's such a joy to know that my mom was able to experience that. She saw every video, she wanted every photo, um, and she was truly, truly proud. Um, Nigeria is a country I call home, and this happened, and um, she was very proud and excited. And I am eternally grateful to my girl, Funke Bokner, because because of her, um, that that she got to experience that. And there's a pride and joy that every parent has when their children are doing well. And just knowing that, you know, I was invited to come all the way to Nigeria to speak made her very, very proud. Um, she gave me notes after and tips on speaking and all of that. So it was such a joy. Um, I'm going to read a part of my tribute that I shared in her memorial. Um, there's nothing like a mother's love, but there's nothing like the love I got from my mother. It's hard to find the words to describe her, but I will try. My mother in my eyes was superwoman. She was a friend. She was a wife, a sister, aunt, grandmother, and mother to so many. There's a huge hole in the hearts of so many of us because of her kindness and generosity. Never wanting anything in return, she just prayed for all of us. When I think about my mom, I think about her gift of forgiveness. She had this ability to forgive even those that didn't deserve it. I think about her beauty. I've never met anyone more beautiful, both inside and out. I think about her smile. Her smile was infectious. She had the most beautiful smile. I think about her honesty. She was never afraid to tell the truth. She would always say, if I can't tell the truth, what would I tell my God? I think about her dance moves. She loved to dance, always had a white hand cane in one hand and danced with so much grace and joy. I think about her humility. She taught us about humility. She was so accomplished and yet so humble, never looked down on anyone and treated everyone with respect. I think about her strength. I've never met anyone stronger and I don't know how she did it. She was so strong. I think about her work ethic, always on time. She's by far the most hardworking person I have ever met and her hard work was passed on to all her children. I think about her intelligence. She was a professor in health education, published over 60 articles in both national and international journals and books. I think about her creativity. My mother blessed me with the gift of creativity. And at a very early age, I learned so much. I'm the businesswoman I am today because of her. She always prayed for me, encouraged me, and always reminded me to never forget God. I think about her entrepreneurship drive. I was so blessed to get firsthand experience in entrepreneurship from her. As a kid, like I mentioned we watched her bake, sew, design, and build her businesses. From her water factory to retail stores, venue, and her hotels named after her father which she was expanding even when she died. She showed us that 
With hard work and dedication, you can do anything. During our recent trip home from, for her funeral, my siblings and I were able to see the progress of my mom's new hotel. It was such an emotional experience because we could see how much work she put into it and she poured into the new hotel grounds. We could feel her presence as we toured the new grounds. It's absolutely beautiful. As emotional as this was for all of us, I felt proud of her that at 72, she was still working hard and pursuing her dreams. It was a reminder that you should never give up on your dreams and your goals, and it's never too late. I think about her faith. I am comforted by her unwavering faith in God. She served God with all her heart and made time to serve in a church, cleaning and singing in a choir. She was truly a gift. She had such a way with people. When she walked into a room, you can feel her energy and good vibes. She was a go-to for family members far and near. She just had a way of bringing peace to all situations. On my last trip to Nigeria before she passed, I was lucky that I was able to go home and spend a few days with my family. I had no idea that that would be the last time I'll see her and hold her. I would have hugged her just a little bit longer and tell her over and over again how much I love her. I'll miss her hugs. She gave the best hugs. When I saw her, I would hug her so tight because in that moment, I felt safe and loved and everything was all right. I'll miss kissing her. She had the softest skin. I'll never know another human like her because God made her extra special. And I was lucky to call her my mom for 39 years. I smile at the beautiful memories with her and I'm holding on to those memories, every single one of them. I smile because she lives in me and will always be with me. She gave us the tools to be hardworking, smart, caring, loving, and most of all, God-fearing children. I will forever be my mother's daughter. Some of the lessons my mother taught me are that hard work pays off. You put God first. You start everything with prayer. That humility goes a long way and that you need to be kind to everyone. I once read that grief is one of the most powerful teachers you can learn from. There are no goodbyes for us. She will forever be in my heart. I know that she's in heaven surrounded by God's glory. She left some really big shoes to fill. And I know that her legacy will live on through her children, her grandchildren, and everyone that she loved. May her beautiful soul rest in peace. Mm -hmm.